Hello everyone, I'm Samuel, uh, a mechanical engineer, and this is my podcast. If it is stupid, but it works, and I'm going to present you a new episode, uh, a new field of expertise. Let's say that it's something between optics, aerospace, physics, something like that. And this is also that uh, maybe you have seen before in pictures, something uh, that is a little detail that you haven't realized uh, before. And maybe I will make you change uh, the way you see images from NASA. I hope you enjoy it. Let's put you in a situation. The situation is the following. You are looking to nice images, nice pictures from the NASA telescopes. And well, you see a lot of galaxies, a lot of stars, a lot of nebulas, that kind of space things. <laughs> And you say, and yeah, suddenly you, you start to see some kind of a pattern like stars have four spikes or eight spikes or six spikes, but two of the spikes are tiny. And you are thinking like, okay, what, what, what is happening here? Is this normal? You think about the star and the stars are perfect. They are perfect spheres. So you think, okay, there, there is something with, uh, wrong with these spikes, with these stars with the spikes. This is not normal. Let me explain it to you. This is normal, but it's not uh, what you think it is. It's true that the problem is part of how the picture is taken. Know that it's part of the problem of the star. The star, we assume it is perfect. Nobody has been there, but the picture is good enough. The problem is uh, on how the picture is taken and how things work. So most uh, pictures you are, you are going to see, at least in the internet, are uh, employed by NASA and you are going to see that either pictures are being taken by the Hubble telescope or the or from the new telescope, the Webb telescope. These uh, two telescopes uh, work similarly. What they do is they have a mirror and the primary mirror is a big mirror. For example, in the Webb telescope, they has hex uh, by mirrors that when they stack together, they make a 7.5 high meter mirror, so quite big. That mirror is going to reflect all the light from the star and it's going to reflect it back to another mirror that is in front of the big mirror that is smaller and that smaller mirror is going to reflect back to a hole in the center of the primary mirror where there is a camera and with that camera you will take a picture both Hubble and Webb work in the same way this is quite important why are they using this kind of telescope there are a lot of reasons First of all, because creating a lens as the typical telescope that you can find. Maybe a friend of you have uh, this kind of uh, telescope or maybe even yourself. Is that, uh, well, that, uh, that lens is, uh, is quite, quite expensive. I mean, compared to a mirror. Why? Because uh, you have a lot of uh, parameters that you have to accomplish with the lens. You have to be really smooth, has to focus in a specific point, that kind of thing. And that is going to make it like way, way more expensive. Okay, and if you work in the field, it's normal for you to see that the prices go really, really fast, <laughs> the bigger and bigger you get. Okay, you, you try to present this idea to NASA and they will tell you, probably not, batch constraints are really high. So you will say, okay, a cheaper way to do it and still within budget could be use mirrors. So you make this kind of reflection there. Telescope. So now let's go back to the telescopes. 
So what you have is uh, you have the primary mirror, you have the secondary mirror, and you have the camera. You want to make a structure for the primary mirror, that's okay. You can make a lot of uh, different structures, just find something that uh, fits your need. And then you need to make the structure for the secondary mirror. But you have to balance it out because the secondary mirror is in front of the primary mirror. So you have to take that into account in your design. In case of the Hubble telescope, in the case of the primary mirror, it's just a ring with a hole in the center. Okay, that's fine. Then you go with a mirror that is in front of it and you have to support it somehow. So you make some kind of cross. And the center of that cross is where you put your secondary mirror. But uh, in the Webb's the telescope, the, there is something different. You have three, three beams that are uh, not uh, even spaced uh, equally. One is uh, completely perpendicular to the, let's say, to the floor, if there is floor in the space. <laughs> and the other ones are like uh, 30 degrees from that perpendicular. That's one different. And what happened? Well, it's not evenly space. What happened is in the, that in the Hubble telescope, the images you see, they have a... They have four spikes, the star have four spikes. If you look at the web uh, telescope, they have uh, six spikes. But what is happening there? Well, so what happened is that the light is being reflected to the primary mirror, then to the secondary mirror. And when the light is going to the primary uh, mirror, you have the, those beams that are supporting the secondary mirror there. That is uh, what is being reflected in your images. And the same is happening with the Webb's telescope. But in the Webb's telescope, it's a little bit different. You have like uh, six, you have six uh, spikes, and then you have um, exactly in the center, horizontally, you have uh, another two, but those two are tinier. That's a weird detail. Let's go a little bit into detail again. As I told you, uh, the web uh, telescope has hexagons, and those are the mirrors. The profile of reflection of an hexagon is a six-point start. It is, well, it is part of thing, how things works. Let's say I'm not going to more into detail in there. But that's the idea that you are going to have a reflection of a six-point star. And then you still have to support the secondary mirror. So what you do is like all the light that is going to be bended is going to be a little bit different on how it's going to be reflected because you have the shadow of the beams that are supporting the secondary mirror. You're going to try to hide it on the spikes that are already created by the hexagon mirrors. And that way you are trying to make it fit in such a way that it's going to be hidden. But then you have uh, those two little spikes that are on horizontal that are smaller in comparison. Then that the problem there is that, okay, we have hidden everything. Well, it's still going to be a little bit small, but well, we can make it fit. It's not going to be so noticeable as the other, as the other six. And that's what you're doing. You have uh, two different problems. Two problems that you say you think, uh, well, a lot on it, on spend a lot of millions on how to solve them, or I can just overlap them and hide one problem behind the other. And that way, your image is going to be, okay, clear. Yeah. Web telescope is going to be like, really clear. But also, everyone will notice less what is happening, what is really happening behind uh, your lenses. And that's why and how to differentiate uh, pictures that are provided by NASA and to pinpoint which picture has been taken by the Hubble telescope and which picture has been taken by the Webb telescope. Not only because uh, one of them is sharper than the other, not only because yeah, one telescope is newer than the other, but also by the specs that the star have.
Thank you everyone for listening to my podcast. Has been a pleasure to guide you through this all this uh, information. It's something different from the previous time. A lot of uh, engineering was uh, maintained here. We have seen that uh, it is not always the case that you need to you need to have all the details solved so that you can just solve them in a different way. But yeah, it's a little bit different. I don't know if uh, between all my listeners there are any astrophysics, uh, aerospace engineer working in with actually the space part of aerospace, but uh, well, at least it's different. Maybe there is some mechanical uh, engineer listening between us, maybe there is some electrical engineer, but aerospace, well, this episode was for you. Anyhow, thank you everyone for listening to my podcast, thank you for those who share it, thank you for those who listen to it and give me feedback, uh, give me positive comments, bad comments. I know I'm not perfect. Nothing is perfect in this life as we have seen in today's episode. And I hope uh, you will enjoy the rest of the, my episodes. I have different topics, different at least to this one. But before I go, thank you again and hope to see you in the next one. Bye bye.